Hello everybody and welcome back to the T-Sis or the T-Sims. I've changed my name several times. I'm getting confused myself. Um, I'm streaming also live now to my YouTube channel and if everybody that's out there on my podcast would like to come over and subscribe to my YouTube channel, it's the same name that I use here. It's called the T-Sims and you know, I... I had a lot of feedback yesterday about why are you called the T-Sims. Well, first of all, I'm trying to be a reaction channel that plays The Sims 4. The Sims 4 is a life simulated game by EA. Um, you can find it through Origin. And it's this is not a promo. This is not anything like that. So, basically, yesterday, I covered the bases... The pros and cons and sometimes the dangers of social media, specifically YouTube, in the area of drama channels and or reaction channels because, you know, it's becoming alarming what people can do as a reaction channel and there's supposed to be guidelines set forth on uh, YouTube and those <clears throat> those guidelines aren't being kept you know what I'm saying <clears throat> sorry guys that I'm having an allergy episode today so I'm trying to not to be very very disgusting but sometimes it gets a little bit hard my nose is stuffed up my throat's a little irritated, but that's okay. We can get through this. So yesterday I went over the pros and cons of being in the spectrum of YouTube where it's called drama channels or reaction channels. And a lot of people don't know if there's a difference. Um, and I'm still unclear myself because I'm fairly new to it. I, I try my best to be fair in anything that I do commentary on and so on and so forth. And the big subject that I talked about was the, the new movement that's going through the community on YouTube when it comes to drama channels and, and or reaction channels. The... The bullying phase, the the gaslighting, the being not so truthful, clickbaiting titles is, you know, kind of becoming a movement to where people are just getting tired of it. A little bit. I should say, it's not a movement big enough that it's going to ultimately change the platform altogether. And I think... Yesterday, I touched on bases that came came with the, I was on the Jeffree Star payroll. And, you know, it kind of shed light on the, the truth, so to say, about drama channels and reaction channels that you know, there is a cloud of mistrust when it comes to these channels because you don't know who, who's behind the scenes giving them 
information that would cause them to get a lot of money and a lot of views for it. And I was watching a YouTube podcast by the name of H3 and they were discussing the downfall of Shane Dawson and why YouTube may have demonetized all three of his channels. And I get the upset movement against Shane Dawson and that's why I'm restricting age access to my live stream on YouTube because this is definitely a conversation that cannot go for younger children. Um, the main part of the reason why YouTube is demonetizing Shane Dawson is because of the pedophilia um, skits so on and so forth and even what I'm going to say is going to be quite controversial and a lot of people is going to think oh she's giving an excuse for Shane Dawson and she's trying to make excuses for his behavior no I'm I'm trying to get people to understand several things when I discuss this and a lot of reaction channels don't have a history or come from a history uh, a lot of the reaction channels are very young so they didn't grow up in an age where certain things that could never be allowed nowadays were funny and you could joke about back then um, I mean, throughout the culture of social media, social media is fairly still brand new. And there's a lot of old... Hold on, let me take a drink. There's a lot of old TV shows that were sexist, gender-pacific, borderline racist... And at one time in the history on the new platform of social media, it was okay to joke about pedophilia. And I think that the newer kids are brought up that these are things that, you know, the younger generation was not in an era where blackface was okay, where making fun of other races was okay, where demeaning and demoralizing women was okay, where pedophilia, I mean, the newest example of this is Family Guy, where that old retired old man preys on Chris. I mean, that's an example of how it's still okay, but they can't push certain limits. And, uh, you know, and then there were some private conversations that Shane has said that he was joking about. And, you know, here's some things, here's some things that I'm going to go over. First of all, in a live stream that Shane did on Instagram responding to Tati Westbrook's 
um, video, he blurted out, I was sexually molested. And a person don't want to go out and interview somebody that's been sexually molested because it brings up the trauma of what happened. And a lot of people are seeing very old skits of shame and the disturbing manner of ways that he was talking about children. And I'm not a psychiatrist on this, but I am a person that has been sexually molested. And let me just put this out on, on the front street. You're groomed into these activities. A person just don't come on to you and start doing these nasty things to you. You're groomed into making yourself, making, I mean, the perpetrator that are doing these acts to you, groom you to a point to make you confused or that you're acceptable of what's going to happen to you. They don't just come in out of the nowhere and do these things. In most cases. Now, I, I'm speaking from my experience. Um, they have inappropriate conversations with you and make you, make you believe that the activities that are about ready, that are about, re about to happen is okay and you're okay with it you're you're able to make this decision and personally experiencing what I went through I can't speak for Shane Dawson but you get in the weird point of it and your mind is almost brainwashed to the sense that it's okay that these things are happening to you because that's what a predator does they gotta make you feel comfortable with it and okay with it and that this is what everybody does they just don't talk about it so that you won't tell At least that's my experience. Now, if there's been cases where they've threatened them or so on and so forth, I can't speak on that. So, when a child goes through something that they can't explain but they know it's wrong, it messes with your mind. It's, it's not just the physical act of doing something to a child it's the mental aspect of doing something to a child and I feel that Shane Dawson didn't get therapy when he should have and a lot of what this predator did to him was coming out in his skits because he was rationalizing pedophilia which means that at some point in his life, he was exposed to somebody who felt like 
it was okay and that it was a fetish that it's not sick and you know these things are okay probably whomever did to him what they did to him so in an age where pedophilia was made fun of and it shouldn't have let me explain this very carefully I'm not making an excuse for the man I'm just saying it. it's very clear to me that he was acting out what was done to him in his skits and back then that was allowed to be made fun of whereas today it's not it's no excuse it should have never been done I think that at that time he was confused because whomever did what they did to him and these are my speculations these are not my facts I don't know I don't know the man but you're groomed into a situation especially if the molestation happens over a period of a time it fucks with your brain so I mean it's not an excuse for what happens but I just wish that people would educate themselves a little bit he was young these were 10 years ago it's not like he was a grown ass man now he was a child in his maturity level at that even though he was 19 18 19 20 years old whatever age he was the maturity level of his mindset still was not mature enough to have a off switch when it comes to hey well you're going too far with this and at one point in his life he was exposed to and it's obvious to see he was exposed to that these things are okay and I know that we're in a day and age right now where everybody's on this cancel culture wagon and it's just unacceptable and you know I get there's no excuse for what he did but we need to all step back and look at the full spectrum before we sit here and judge somebody and that's the bad thing that I was talking about yesterday when it comes to drama and channels or reaction channels they're not given the full spectrum or actually sitting down and explaining everything behind what they're reporting on matter of fact 98% of these reaction channels can monetize their channel and they're just wanting to put something up so they can get that coin not realizing that the content that you're putting up may be perceived in a certain way and that you're 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 making it come across as not the full story and when you've got a lot of following it begins to affect someone's personal life
And once again, let me say, I'm not taken away from the fact that actions that he did should have never been done or discussed. But it also shows to me that he was still trapped in the trauma of what happened to him and he was making fun of it instead of disgusting it or getting help over that and nine times out of ten a person that was victimized by predatorial behavior whether it's mental or both mental and physical they act out Um, you could go look this up. You could talk to a psychiatrist or a therapy. One way or form, they act out. And what I mean, um, weird or obnoxious behavior. Um, they may do things to animals that a normal person wouldn't do. Um, it's just not being able to cope with what happened to you because you got a, a variety of things that happened to you. Do I think he did those things to his animals? No. I think he was just making a disgusting joke and at that time like I said he didn't probably didn't get the proper therapy for what happened to him and as as you know <clears throat> like I just said people odd and strange behaviors people that's been exposed to predatorial behavior at a young age and these are things that you can look up Google or go talk to a therapist yourself they become sexually inappropriate sexually hyperactive sexually confused and they act out in weird and disturbing behaviors the younger the person is the more prominent that this could be and these are warning signs that your children may have been preyed upon um, and as you go into young adulthood even though at the age of 18 you're considered an adult you're still immature you're not an adult you're just beginning your adulthood and probably at this age is when you're starting to figure out really what's right and what's wrong and unfortunately at that time I feel that he didn't have the proper therapy to deal what happened with him and because it was okay to joke about these things he took it to that dark point once again I'm not saying that his behaviors at that time was okay because this is what he went through. I'm saying these are probably the reasons that he did what he did. And
and maybe at that time nobody knew that he went through those things and this was his only way to get out what happened to me and I understand it's inappropriate I understand that what he did is wrong but I really feel that sometimes people lose sight of the human being that's hurting behind this a lot of things that people do that are controversial or viewed as racism nowadays well I don't know about the blackface thing I can't speak on that because I still don't understand it and I've got black friends that's tried to explain it to me but of course like I said we're in a different age what I grew up the comedy that I grew up to would never be allowed now so I'm like why are people so upset because I grew up in a culture that this shit was okay whereas the younger generation is growing up and they're being taught from the get go you don't do this this isn't okay this isn't allowed so you know I'm sitting here I can understand how people could be disgusted by the things that he did in his past but you got to also remember these things were done to him so at that time he was still a very young person and because this person groomed him into thinking that this crap was okay he he assumed that it was okay to joke about or you know to act out and we all got to remember behind these skits there is a human that at one time and still is being hurt by all this he learned his lesson he did he went several years and I'm talking about six eight years nine years ten years I don't know where he changed his platform into something different because he finally understood you can't do these things and to sit here and hurt the man for past mistakes I can understand <clears throat> if he were still doing these things Shane Dawson I'm not talking about Jeffree Star that's a whole different subject and I'm about to get on that but I can understand that Shane Dawson was still doing these disgusting things now then he should be removed from social media but look at look at the history of his channel he did this stupid shit when he was younger some somebody finally stepped in and said hey man you know either you need to stop what you're doing here 
or you're going to lose your career. And then he shifted his channel into something else. Because he finally got the clue, hey yo, this shit ain't cool, you, what you're doing ain't cool. Apparently the people that he was around wasn't a strong enough influence in his life to stop him from doing that. I mean, all jokes aside, if I was a co-host of somebody that was borderline in crap that would ruin my career, I would say, hey, look, man, that ain't cool. And I wouldn't be joking about it. I wouldn't let him continue. And there were some people that Shane didn't do these skits by himself. There's other people that are involved in this crap. That need to be held accountable along with Shane. Because they wasn't a friend enough or a co-worker enough to stop it. So we need to look at that too. He didn't do all this crap by himself. There's a lot of skits that he did that other people were involved in. But... Like I said, his channel shift to a whole different direction. And he did not do those actions no more. And I mean, how many times does the person need to be punished for an action that he, he grew from and learned his lesson from and didn't do no more? How many times does somebody got to lose their livelihood and be punished for something that they learned from and never did again. Yes, the things that he did were disgusting. But did he do that once he realized they were wrong? Did he not change and do something else? Why are we punishing him for the same actions that we've punished him for for many years ago. He changed. And why are we sitting here believing a woman who is my age that has the ability to know right from wrong? Why are we taking sympathy for that woman and destroying a man's life when he's already changed. I do not for one second believe that Jeffree Star's got anything over this woman and forced her to make this that video that almost pushed James Charles to suicide. I do not for one second believe it's a darn conspiracy. I mean, crap, I'm considered to be freaking lunatic right now on YouTube because of a certain creator classifying me and stigmatizing me as a batshit crazy woman. But it kind of sounds a little bit delusional that she thinks that this was all a big conspiracy to get people out of the way 
so that she couldn't sell her hair vitamins? I mean, are we going back to that? She knew at the end of the day what she was doing when she recorded that video. She knew the intents behind that. And let's not forget, 35 minutes of a 42-minute video was talking about her freaking skin and hair vitamins. And when she talks about that Jeffrey, and Jeffrey was jealous of James Charles' success, no girl, you were pissed off that James Charles didn't add for a rival company against you. Now, did she hear rumors? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure she did. But at the end of the day, girl, nobody should ever sit there and freaking believe this woman. She caused a lot of damage to Char James Charles in that video with no receipts. And now she's coming out with this video once again with no receipts. Is Jeffree Star known for being a blackmailer? Oh, hell yeah. He's messy like that. Is he power drunk? Yes, he is. But like another creator said, stop doing crap that's going to get your ass in trouble. Stop doing things that can be held against you and then no one would ever have the power over you. If I were to be blackmailed, I would come out on social media and freaking spill everything that I've ever done in my past so that person didn't have power over me. Do I believe that he's a nasty friend? Yes, I do. I think he talks about everybody. But that's not nobody's story to tell. Because at the end of the day, People know how Jeffree Star is. They know he's nasty. He talks about everybody. And they still choose to be his friend. So really it's nobody's fault. If they're associated with him. Because they know who he is. Personally. They know that he's messy. He likes to be in drama. Start drama. And he rivets in watching somebody else fail. That's him. We all know this by now. But the one thing I'm, I'm still confused about. Is. Jeffree Star. Has been in recent shit. And has proved that his his willingness to change hasn't changed. But Shane Dawson is being crucified 
for shit he did almost 15 years ago, he's changed. And I don't know if people are attacking Shane Dawson so bad because of his association with Jeffree Star. That could be a lot of it. But we have to we have to sit like I said yesterday on my podcast, we have to sit and be human beings that can think for ourselves. Have the common sense to get the full story before you go on the hate bandwagon against someone. That kid that we watch on that screen, that young version of Shane Dawson was a very hurt boy acting out. Does it excuse his behaviors? No. But I think this was a way of him healing himself from the sexual abuse that he had. It was a sick way of doing it but I think he didn't have no way to release the pain, confusion of having stuff done to him. And at that time, pedophilia could be joked about. At that time, racism was still very largely a problem on social media and things could be done that thank God that we move forward to nowadays that we can't do but racism was a joke back then womanizing women and degrading and demoralizing women was a thing still back then so like I said you gotta look at a person's history did he learn from that situation and stop doing it? Hell yeah. Do we as a community and as a freaking human being need to stop believing everything that you hear without doing your own thinking about the situation? Yeah. Because this movement against Jeffree Star has proved not one drama channel out there can you trust if they monetize their channel. Because somebody can slide into their DMs and get them hooked on the idea of getting the views for money or slipping them a little money to make them spin a false narrative to fit one side of the story. It's hard with this movement with Jeffree Star. It, it you can't trust the drama or reaction channel right now that can monetize their channel because we don't know who's behind the scene paying them off to say this crap. I mean, it's been proven that a person, that most of these drama channels clickbait their titles, and it seems like that 
Sanders Kennedy has gotten himself in some trouble over clickbaiting a title and then standing behind it. Which is, you can't lie and give false statements. It's slander. So, you know, at the end of the day, just like H3 was sitting here, these are all human beings that are actually being emotionally ripped apart at this time. And how long does someone need to be punished for something that they already apologized for and changed their actions? I think a lot of this council culture or this crap is jealousy. And then you got people out here. I'm not. I don't like Jeffrey Star. Shane Dawson. You know. I'm on. I'm borderline on that. There's some things that he's done. There's some some things that he hasn't done. I, I'm on the fence on that one. But Jeffrey Star, we all know he's an asshole. We all know that he can come out and apologize and do a fake sincere thing, PR move as they call it, be forgiven, and then three to one year later, here we come again. Jeffrey Star's in another freaking drama, or being called out some bullshit that he did a year ago. But Shane Dawson has changed. And I can't understand for the life of me why people don't see that. And, you know, could, have Je and could Jeffree Star have been jealous over James getting famous and, you know, becoming powerful like he was at a very young age? Most definitely, because Jeffree Star struggled to get where he was. And he's comfortable where he is at 28, 29 years old, where James Charles is barely just getting legally allowed to drink now, and he's already successful. There's a lot of jealousy behind that. I truly freaking believe that. And these drama channels are sitting here saying, why ain't Jeffree Star standing up for Shane Dawson? Why is Jeffree Star staying silent? Well, it seems to be that people totally did not hear what Tati Westbrook said when she started her video. Go back and watch her video and you will hear her say, my lawyers said, or I'm not going to do verbatim, but uh, she said something along the lines that my lawyers are allowing me to talk about this. And I can't uh, talk about anything else but this. When you're threatening legal action, whether it be civil 
or threatening lawyers on the first rip of your mouth the first thing that came out if this is truly what's happening behind the scenes then Jeffrey Star is going to be advised by his legal team to keep his mouth shut that includes he can't he can't even speak up on Shane Dawson's behalf literally he cannot do crap period because anything that he says on social media that can be proven can be held against him when they go to court And it's pretty fucking wrong of Tante Westbrook to come out and say her legal team allowed her to talk about this. It's a smart move because basically she can sit here and tell that story in her video and they can't say nothing about it. Literally, she pulled a freaking wrong move. Because basically what she did was, I'm going to tell my story. I dare you to tell yours because whatever you say against me is going to be used in court. So she, she bluntly used her power of trying to say that she's been defamed and um, mental anguish and so on and so forth and use that power that a gag order so that these people can't respond and you got all these drama channels here sitting here blindly reporting on crap when her video said my legal team allowed me to talk about this and I don't know if people don't know this but once a lawsuit is brought into it you can't discuss anything on social media you can't defend your best friend because whatever you say can be used against you in the court of law so while people are reporting that Jeffree Star has left Shane Dawson's dick in the dirt and he could care less, it's not that. Get your facts straight. Tati Westbrook said her legal team. Basically, she's allowed to tell her story and dares anybody to say anything against her. Because when you do, she's going to use that in court. If this for real is a legal matter, nobody should be able to talk about it. It was unfair for her to make that video and say that she's taking this to court to sue because it didn't give them the chance to defend themselves. And they can't. 
They can't say shit. And if I was Shane Dawson, I would fucking be getting in contact with the lawyer. Because the way the way this has all been handled legal action needs to be taking place. Because the man has lost his livelihood over something he corrected years ago. All because of his association with somebody else. It's wrong. And it's sad that the story shifted from everybody focusing on Je uh, Jeffree Star to now destroying Shane Dawson. Go back and look at Jeffree Star because he's the mastermind behind all this bullshit. But at the end of the day, we're all grown adults and we choose to sit down and make that content. And it was wrong for Tati Westbrook to come out with that damn video and then sit there and say she's got... Her legal team allowed her to say this, knowing damn well that nobody could respond back if there is legal, legal involvement. Because anything that you say or do will be held against you in the court of law. And nobody's getting that. It's so, it's so freaking astonishing to me how people can miss the broad spectrum of that video and just take bits and pieces from it and run and make false ac accusations against somebody. False accusations against somebody. And it's even freaking more sad that the people that claim to be have known Jeffree Star are cashing in on the drama by making false narratives also. When they damn well know what's going on behind the scenes. It's all about the name of the game of getting that that AdSense coin. And they're willing to do anything and everything to make sure that dollar comes in on that paycheck. And that's the problem. Everything revolves around money nowadays. To the point that people would kill over a dollar bill. And that's facts people. It happens every day. Greed is the most damning sin ever made. The root of all evil in this world is the holy and mighty dollar. So, as I was saying yesterday on my podcast, it comes to the point that you can't trust any freaking thing that you hear anymore, whether it be on YouTube, whether it be on a, a well-known 
in journalism on mainstream TV, they cannot, cannot report false news. They can't. But on YouTube, it gets overlooked. Because YouTube puts these guidelines up as an escape goat on their ass. So if there is a legal matter involved, they can say, well, we had these guidelines. And each to their own party. It These guidelines are set up to save YouTube's ass. Not us as a creator, but them. If something was to go down. That's why so much stuff is getting... So, so much things are being slid in and paid no attention to. Money is power. The more you got, the more you can do. The more you can get by with. So, I sit here and I try to tell myself over and over, we live in a culture where people just don't think for themselves no more. And I'm being truthful about this. People don't have the common sense and the ability to step back anymore and look at the Creator and their actions. For example, Jeffree Star has apologized several times, but his actions prove he ain't really sorry for that. Shane Dawson apologized for his damn crap he did, and his actions proved that he learned his lesson and moved forward. We've lost ability as human beings to sit back and look at the situation. And like I have said time and time before, this isn't a reality show. These aren't actors. These are real life people that you're affecting. That you're causing emotional damage to. This isn't a movie. At the end of the day, when you turn off your phone, people are dealing with real shit. Real shit. And I think that, you know, the younger generation lives in a culture where they grow, grew up where technology was what they were exposed to and that you become desensitized as a human because you're so used to watching TV shows and games and so on and so forth that you lost you lose the ability to comprehend the reality of things a lot of times these kids associate YouTube as a TV show that it's all fake. 
and that when they turn off their phone or put their phone down, that there's no real consequences in real life. There is. A lot of people, and then even the older people like us, we're getting so accustomed and so used to the social medias and the TVs that we ourselves get numb to people's situation. And forget that YouTube are real people with real lives. And we become desensitized from that. And that when we turn off our phones, that we're affecting somebody that is a human being that has a real life. And that's why I said the dangers of YouTube and the dangers of, you know, creators, drama channels, and things like this because it's hard. It's becoming more hard for people to distinguish between what is real and what is fake. And that we have lost the ability as human beings to sit down and rationalize and have the ability to think for ourselves. We automatically assume that the person that we're watching on our phone, on our computer before us, is a genuine person and is not lying. And we take the word as truth. And we stand behind them. And that, that in itself is dangerous. Because here's the thing. You really don't know who that person is behind the closed door. You know nothing about that person and they could be freaking using you and lying to you. And you're going to go strong hard for this person and don't even know anything about them. When did we stop expecting people to show us proof? As a human being. When somebody comes out and says... I was forced to do something. When did we stop saying, okay, where's the proof? Where's the proof behind all this? Come on, where's the receipts? And why is it when a person come out with the receipts, they're the liar? They're clout chasing. They're just trying to get famous off somebody's name. That's my thoughts. If a person's sitting here with proofs, with receipts, why are you calling them the liar? But you're going to believe somebody that don't have any. Why are we becoming a culture that we're blind to what a creator does just because you follow them? And going to back them up no matter what, even though they're in the wrong.
when are we going to become a human being again and can think for ourselves and realize that YouTube is not a TV show it's not a, a fucking movie these are real people that's all I'm saying guys that's what I wanted to touch on today I mean I'm pretty sure 90% of America or the world is coming to a point that they don't care who they hurt no more as long as it's not happening to them they don't care but they're still in this day and age a thing called karma and before you believe a creator look for the proof look at their actions before you put judgment and want to defame and destroy someone's life have the ability to think for yourself and don't just go with the flow because it's cool. That's my thought today. That's what I wanted to leave my thought. When is people going to become a creature to think of their own selves? When are we going to go back to a, a reality where... You need evidence before you crucify and crucify someone or defame someone or destroy someone's livelihood. When is as a society are we going to realize that YouTube is not a TV show and these are real people? A lot of people are committing suicide. I wonder why. because of the world that we live in and the culture that we've that we've grown into we look at our phones and don't see people we see objects a character an actor not knowing or not caring that it is a live human being behind that screen and that maybe what they're doing or talking about isn't a skit it isn't fake it, it isn't for views that they're actually really happening I love the movement that we're going to about not allowing all these things that were inappropriate for so many years but we've got to be able to sit back and see the truth. You've got to have the ability to sit and analyze crap. And look at the creator's actions. Have they changed? Are they doing better? Or is it a repeat pattern? 